Welcome to the Stay Grounded Podcast. I'm your host, Raj Jana, founder of Liberate, and it's my mission to help you become the most grounded, loving, and authentic version of yourself that you can be. Each week, I interview experts in the fields of mindset, spirituality, and emotional well-being. My brilliant guests share their tools, stories, and unique perspectives to help you develop the skills you need to show up fully for the people and things that matter most in your life. Now let's dive in. Yo, yo, what's up, everyone, and welcome to this very special episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you're all uh, really soaking in the last few days of the year. I wanted to record this episode because I'm currently in the process of doing my yearly reflection, which is something that I've made a practice of doing the last three or four years and has created just immense value in my life. And so I'm really excited to be sharing this process with you because this is literally one of my favorite things to do. If you're listening to this, you probably are a fan of my monthly reflection episodes and have seen how much value that I derive from a monthly episode. But the yearly ones are truly the ones that close everything out. Because to me, and I, and I realized this when I did my 2020 reflection. In fact, this was uh, when I did my 2020 reflection, it was to close out a decade. You know, not only was I closing out a year, I was closing out a decade. And one thing I realized in that process was that it doesn't matter if you're closing out a year or 10 years, the act of closure feels the same. So you can approach this reflection with that level of power where, hey, I'm doing this process to truly close out something and invite in a new. So, all right, what does the process actually look like? And I'm going to walk this through just a step-by-step of what it is because I, I, I realize I do a lot of this stuff pretty intuitively and so I'm going to do my best to really break this down into steps. Um, if you have questions, reach out to me, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm more than happy to answer or clarify any of this process if anything comes up. So step one, you're going to want to start with each month. I know that sounds like a lot, but you know, for me, this process is a lot easier because, you know, I do my monthly reflections. So for me now, I start with January and then I'll go back and just review my notes. I'll go back and look at my calendar. I'll really try to capture the highs and lows that were happening in the month. And if you do a monthly reflection anyways, then what's going to happen is you're going to be able to kind of have all this stuff already done and it shouldn't take more than a few minutes. But if you don't do a monthly reflection, really what you're looking for is not necessarily the wins and losses, but more so the highs and lows. You're trying to capture the emotional highs and lows. And to me, a high is something that got you feeling a lot of joy and, and a lot of happiness and a lot of excitement and inspiration. And a low would be something that made you feel really down. A low could be a trigger that, that happened with a loved one. A low could be you know just maybe a, a, an experience that made you feel a lot of shame and regret and you know, just when I, when I think of lows, I think of just emotional lows, not necessarily like tangible lows, but emotional lows. And tangible lows can be tied to emotional lows, but really that's what we're trying to capture. And I want you to go through and I really capture them. And I want you to do this for each month. Now, I break out my yearly reflection into the first half of the year and the second half of the year, because I, I think to me, in my experience, this sort of captures a story, Right, Because we're all meaning-making machines, and what we really want to be able to do is we want to be able to capture a theme of yours from the first half of the year to the second. Like, what was prevalent? We're looking for patterns in the lows and the highs and the things that brought you joy and the things that didn't across January and February and March and April and May. 
And we want to begin to create this sort of, okay, like this is what was happening in the first half of the year. These were the commonalities that were showing up in the first half of the year. And once you have that documented, I want you to do the same thing again for the second half of the year. I want you to try and find those highs and lows, those patterns, those lessons, those themes, which is what we're really looking for. You know, the highs and lows lead you to the themes. It leads you to the, the overall concepts, the overall sort of like threads that brought your year to life. Because at the, at the core of it, it's not the things that we accomplished that bring our, 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 our life or, or, or bring life into our years. It's, it's the things we feel. So we're trying to capture these themes about ourselves, these ideas about ourselves, in order for us to get a really good picture of what 2021 actually represented from start to finish. So you've done this process. So you're going through each month, and I'm, I'm telling you, you can go through notes, you can go through calendar invites, you can hop on calls with people to really like remember what that was like. You can meditate, you can do gratitude journaling. I mean, there's a lot of practices you can do to sort of jog your memories around what was happening in those months. But really, that's what we're doing. We're going back through memory lane. And I think this is just one of the most valuable practices. And I would really encourage you to take your time with it. You can spend a minute to two minutes doing this, or you can spend hours. I truly encourage you to take whatever you think you need. I personally like to spend anywhere from five to, to 15 minutes per month, really, truly reviewing things, because I, I want to give it the appropriate amount of time for me to really, truly capture this theme and this lesson. Because I'm telling you right now, like, this is almost like going three steps backwards into the path to go 50 steps forward into the future. Like you, you want to look at this as a, as, as a launch. It's a launch pad because by doing this work, like you're actually allowing yourself to not make the same mistakes again in 2022. You're allowing yourself to, you're giving yourself a platform to actually build on everything you've done. And that's why I think my life has been able to, you know, really, truly grow so fast over the years. It's because I, I don't make the same mistakes again. I don't, I don't have the same conversations twice. I'm very intentional about learning from my mistakes, learning from my failures so that I can continue growing and expanding. And I think if you adopt that mindset, you're just going to be able to create such a different experience of your year. And even the shitty years, the years that have a ton of baggage attached to it are going to have growth because you're actually reflecting on all that baggage. You're reflecting on all those failures and all the change. And you're allowing that to be a chrysalis for something better in your life. And so take the time on your months. So now once you have your first half of the year and your second half of the year, now is when we're going to do sort of a process that I, I learned from a mentor a few years ago for closing out the chapter. And, you know, over the, the year, I've been really talking a lot about the idea of birth and death. And I think that, you know, the ritual of closure is one of the most powerful rituals that we as a species can, can do because it gives us conscious agency to actually end something. Like you don't really have to wait until the new year to end something. It's just a great, you know, it's, it's, it's honestly for me, like I love doing this around the end of the year because I still like to follow seasons. And I think that, you know, seasonally the winter season is just a great time for reflection and closing things out. But this process of closure can be done to close out a birthday. It can be done to close out when you're moving somewhere, it can be done to close out a new job. It can be used to close out just whenever you're done, right? In fact, this whole process I'm teaching you can be done on a micro level for you to close out and begin any new chapter and truly actually have a reflection process that empowers you to grow and evolve and step into the highest version of yourself. So once you've done the monthly reflections, once you've got your first half of the year themes, second half of the year themes, and you've started to see this overall picture, I want you to spend some time journaling 
on these seven questions. So question number one, who or what would you like to acknowledge? This can be yourself. This can be another person. This can be a thing. doesn't matter. The second question, what would you like to acknowledge about yourself? Question number three, what are you ready to let go? Question number four, what did you love most about 2021? Question number five, what do you want to do more of and what do you want to do differently in 2022? Question number six, what would you need to happen for you in order to feel complete closure of 2021? And then what's next for you right now as you step in to 2022? And I want you to take some time to, again, this is done after the reflection process, after you do everything to truly experience closure, because this is your now chance and opportunity to, to say goodbye, to draw a line in the sand. And we'll put these questions in the show notes for you guys so you can truly access them. But, you know, this is your opportunity to truly draw the line in the sand and say, and, and say what you need to say and have your peace. We're not even thinking about what we want to create yet. You know, that's the next step. We're not talking about what, we, what our goals are for 2022. This is purely just now having the opportunity to acknowledge the year that was 2021. 2021 was one of the hardest years of my life. And you guys will hear about it in my yearly reflection episode, but it was just a difficult year. But going through this process allows us to truly say, hey, you know what? Just because this year was hard doesn't mean next year is going to be. Just because today was hard doesn't mean tomorrow is going to be. It allows me to have this power of just closing out something and, and putting it as a chapter inside of the book. Like this is a chapter of the book and the book's not done yet because you're still writing and that's what 2022 is going to be. So after you've done this process, this is where I think you now have an opportunity to do some sort of a ritual. You know, for me, I love burning things. Burning things are a really big part of ritual for me. Like I love to write all this stuff down and then, you know, write down all the stuff I want to leave behind, all the things I want to throw away. I like to write it on paper and burn it. That's one really powerful ritual. I think any type of ceremony with cacao or if you're into plant medicines, this is also a great time to engage in any type of like a, a holistic spiritual ritual to truly like say goodbye, whether it's going to, if you're religious, going to church, if you're somebody who loves nature, maybe it's going out in nature and burying something. Maybe it's you know, releasing something into the ocean, not pollution, but you know, like something of nature, just, it, it, I think this is a really good time to actually have a physical release with something into the ocean. You know, like last year I did a sweat lodge, like my new year thing was doing a sweat lodge. Like I really, truly sat in the sweat lodge and I just let go of so much in there. And that was really ritualistic and powerful for me. Previous years have done plant medicine ceremonies around the new year, written stuff down and burned it. I think there's a lot of different ways to engage in a ritual of, because again, we're, we're honoring what was. So think of this process as an honoring of your year. Like, yes, you might not have done everything you wanted to do, but honor you for making it here. Honor yourself for making it past all this, like get here. And so some type of a ritual to truly cement the year out, whatever that is. Journaling can be a massive tool. And like I said, you don't need to do something crazy. It could be as simple as writing something down and burning it or burying it, or throwing it in water, or you even, you know, maybe baptizing yourself in some way by jumping into water, or doing an ice bath, or, you know, something symbolic. I think that's ultimately what I'm really getting at right now. It's something symbolic. Maybe it's buying yourself a totem, or donating something. It can be anything. 
but it's the meaning that you apply to this that I think is so important. And now that you've done this, when you've closed things out now, the next phase, whether you're doing this on the same day, you could do this on the same day or you can do this on another day. Like I actually recommend creating this process just for this day. So this is done in one, one sort of experience. But afterwards, now we get to really think about what do we want to create, call in into the new year, right? Now, this is where we get to really, truly dream and vision for the new year. And me, you know, my, my process now is like, okay, I've cleared everything out. I know what I don't want to have. And in the same time, I've also sort of identified this theme. Once you finish this whole process, what should emerge from you is a theme. Like there should be a, a common theme that brought you a lot of joy in 2021 and something that did not bring you a lot of joy in 2021. There's probably a common thread that defined who you are in 2021 and something that was not you in 2021. Like you're going to start seeing these things about you. Like you are the hero in your story. So you're going to start to see yourself as the hero in these experiences and these, these memories that are showing up. So at the end of this, like what I want you to really encapsulate is this theme that you feel connected to. Because that is going to be really important going into now, this next stage is what are we going to do in the next year? So there's this theme that you're just encapsulating. Like, what is this theme? Like, who are you? And who do you want to be in 2022? Like, what is this theme going to bring out? For, for, for example, my, my theme in 2020, actually, I'm not going to tell you what my theme is in 2022, because that's for my yearly reflection. But previous themes have been trust. Previous themes have been commitment. Previous themes have been surrender. Previous themes have been say yes. Those have been some of my previous themes in the last several years that have sort of like encapsulated this idea of like who I want to be, who I get to be, who I am inspired to be, who I desire to step up as in my greatest and highest and best good. So now you've had that and you've got that theme. And if you've done this practice, please send me your theme. I'd love to know. Love to know what you're really stepping into as you go into the new year. Now you go into the next phase, which is really claiming what you want. So this is another process. So for me, I love to sit down and really, truly play some music that really connects with my higher self, like really get myself feeling myself living into this theme and truly then just having a feeling session. Like, how do I want to feel in each area of my life? And my three, my four main areas are health, which includes my physical health, my energy, my vitality, my abilities as a, as a being, my body. The second comes to wealth. And actually health can also be like emotional health, spiritual health, mental health, all of it. Like, it, like it, to me, all of that encapsulates into your, into your being. The next is wealth, which is like, how much money do I, like, like I want to feel in my heart. Like, so those, actually, I'm going to talk to the four areas first. We have health, which is all the things I mentioned, wealth, which is money which is your uh, access, which is freedom, your lifestyle. It's like all of it combined. Then we have impact, which I think is like your art, your creations, the way you, you express yourself in the world. It's your, it's your quote unquote calling. It's to me, it's your work. Like, what are you here to, to, to step into and play? And then the last one is relationships, which really, for me, relationships come in the form of relationship with myself, my intimate partner, my immediate family, then my, my tribe, which could be my, my business partners, my, my team members, anyone else, my friends. Then it comes to my communities at large, which I'm choosing to engage with, and then the world. So like, to me, these are my relationships. Now, that's overarching. 
What I do now, before I even think about what my goals are for the new year, is to really think about how do I want to feel in each of these areas? So I think about it. Like, don't worry about what you want to have yet. That's the next step. It's how do you want to feel? What do you want to feel in your heart? So like, for example, in, my, in, in wealth, I might want to have enough to where I can feel really supported and safe. And like, I can just fall back and allow myself to just know that I've got enough money to just keep me going. Like I have enough money to say yes to things that matter to me. Like that's like a feeling. And I want to really connect with that feeling. And it's really important for me to connect with that feeling because when you connect with that feeling first, and then you write down, what do you want? It's a very different experience. Most people are actually, before they, when they write their goals, they're like, oh, I just want to have this much money by this date. But they're not actually connecting with the feeling of what they want. And when you don't connect with the feeling, you're not actually, like, because anything, money especially, is just a means to an end. Why do we all want more money? We want more money because we want to have more experiences. We want to create more safety. We want to be able to provide for others, yada, yada, yada. But at the underlying core of it, like, money is just a tool. The thing we want is the feeling. So by getting really clear on the feeling first and then expressing what we want, now we actually start to think about the things that are on our vision board. We get to put stuff on our vision board that is in alignment with our highest and best self, with that theme that is so much you, that you just, that, that, that's, that's what we want to really create. So feel, then journal, and just do a really, really, really powerful brain dump, like from your heart, into your soul, and just pour. Do not, like... I like to actually alternate hands too. I like to do it with my right hand first and then I like to do it with my left hand and get, you know, a bunch of different ideas. Like left-hand journaling has a massive impact on creativity and journaling. And you sometimes say things you never even thought you would say. And I love to put all of that on paper. And then from there, I choose what I want to focus on in Q1. I just pick, I choose one thing in health, one thing in wealth and work and relationships, one thing in wealth, one thing in impact and one thing in relationships that's it. And then I get started. And then each month I just, in 2022, I come back and I check in. How'd I do? Am I still, I, I go back and I actually repeat this feeling. I sit back and I feel, am I, am I in the right space? Am I going to the right spaces? Like it's, I'm constantly checking in and I've now built this lifestyle of awareness where I just constantly do this. This isn't just a once a year thing I do. Now this is a very, like a, I do this a lot, but if you just start to me, like this process, if you follow this yearly reflection and process, year end process for getting yourself to close out one year and get into the new one, you will have embodied practices that can be used in any stage of life. Doesn't matter if you're trying to transition on from a breakup, doesn't matter if you're trying to transition on from uh, a job, a career, it doesn't matter if you're moving cities, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, it, to me at the core of it, like this is a practice of of self-love, of forgiveness, of honoring all that has happened in the year, right? Like you're truly honoring yourself. Those questions, those, those seven questions that you ask are like you honoring your year and honoring who you have become, honoring who you are and who you get to become. So I hope this was super helpful for you guys. You know, I wanted to make sure that I got this episode to you all prior to the new year, because, you know, I know that around this time of the year, like we got family and stuff and you might not even have time to do this, honestly, before the new year. And that's okay. Like whenever you decide to start your year or whenever you decide to start fresh, whenever you decide to truly get back and, and reflect and, and begin anew, like this resource is here for you. It's going to live on the podcast. It's something that you can go back to. And, and it's a process that you can, you can be with at any given moment. 
And I just want to take a moment to just send you guys all sorts of love. Like I, I, I mentioned this a lot, but this year was just a hard year. It, there's a lot of noise and it's seemingly getting crazier in the world with the vaccine, you know, fights and then the mandates and then all the fears and the economy and the like things are just, there's just so much noise. And I, and I know how hard it can be to navigate all of this. And I know how hard it can be to even make yourself a priority inside of all of this. But the fact that you're listening to this episode, the fact that you're this far in this episode tells me that you are just somebody who is dedicated to prioritizing your well-being, your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being. And that to me is just such a gift. And I just want to give you such a big kudos. Like I just want to really, truly, truly honor you for for making this a priority for yourself because it's 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 the one thing that makes all the difference in the world. Like my life has changed so much by truly prioritizing this level of reflection and awareness in my own life. And, and uh, I'm just excited for what that means for yours. So let me know if you have any questions, reach out to me. Like I said, if, if anything comes up as you're going through this, as you want to share your theme, just let me know on social media, DM me, tag me, whatever works well for you. Email me. I don't care. However you like to engage and reach out. All of it is appreciated. And I love you all. Thank you for a wonderful year of Stay Grounded. And I'm just so grateful and excited to be continuing the show and expanding it in so many new directions in 2022 and beyond. But without further ado, thank you again and stay grounded. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Stay Grounded. No matter where you're from or what you're going through, I hope it helps you remember just how incredible you are and have always been. If you're on a path of emotional healing or self-discovery and would like to learn how Liberate can support your journey, head to www.rajana.com forward slash liberate. That is L-I-B-E-R-8 to learn more about our current group programs and one-on-one offerings. I love you guys and I'll see you next week.